Many have tried, many have failed, and she's one of them. It's Fitless with Bianca Brady. We're going to do some vocal warp-ups. Okay. Nee, 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 nee. <laughs> nee, 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 nee. Just kidding. We're not red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Fitless Exercise Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Bianca Brady, and we have a very special episode. This is the first time we've done this. We have two microphones, but we have three People, is it possible? Will the tech withstand <laughs> the challenges? Um, so, one of our guests you've all met before, um, she was in the pilot episode of Fitless. She's a close and friggin' great friend of mine, and her name's Dory Kagan. She's here. Hello again. And... Special first-time guest, long-time friend, new to the show, is the one, the only, Sophie Shapiro. Oh my gosh, it's great to be here. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Really good. So good today, yeah. Long-time listener, first-time guest. Mm-hmm. That's me. All right. Well, so... This is a special treat because we've been doing some like pretty standard exercise classes on Fitless. We did pure bar. We did yoga. We did other yoga, Mm -hmm. soul cycle. We did a gym sesh, the rowing machine. Dare I say a bit basic. A bit basic basic yoga. (laughs) Callback. Emphasis yours. Emphasis mine. Um, But today... Slash yesterday, also another first time thing. We're recording this one day after we did the exercise. Letting it marinate. Letting mm-hmm. it marinate. Mm-hmm. Um, we did like maybe the weirdest thing that I've ever done in my life. <laughs> wow, that was like one of the more normal things yes. I've ever done. <laughs> Pretty just regular kidding. for me. Um, but. We did a class, a dance class called Gaga People, which yes. is like an Israeli dance form yep but so that's a little teaser we're going to talk about that class but firstly and foremostly (laughs) miss sophie tell the people what's your journey (laughs) what's your exercise truth oh what's your fitness feeling (laughs) oh hashtag fitness feeling (laughs) okay well thanks for having me bianca Mm -hmm. it's been a long time dream, and I'm just <laughs> thrilled to be here. Um, I would say that my journey began um, when I, well, when I was a kid, I, I started dancing, taking mm-hmm. dance lessons when I was five or six, and then I continued to do that until I was done with college, <laughs> all the way through ballet, modern, African, jazz, duh, you know, twilight, all the forms. Twilight, twilight. <laughs> All the forms. Um, and always loved to dance. A huge part of my identity. Um, studied it in college. Met some of my best friends through it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Meg Weeks. Yes. Another friend. Meg Weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. You if you don't know about her, 
learn about her. Seriously. Okay. Google her. Well, I don't know. Um, um, and she's so, kind of off the grid. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, so, yeah. So I think of myself as a dancer. That's my sort of like physical expression, right? Um, I don't enjoy exercising at all in terms of like, I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go to the gym. I don't belong to a gym. I don't really like exercising for exercise's sake. Right. I've done a lot of yoga in my life. That's sort of like the most uh, I can really stomach in terms of an exercise class. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, an interesting thing is that about like three years ago, I stopped dancing completely um, and i am moved on to other things and I'm really happy in my life. Don't worry about it. But um, I really haven't been dancing at all. And it was I was a little nervous before we went to this class because I haven't been to a dance class in a minute. And right. It was a little bit intense for me, I got to say. Emotionally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when we got there mm-hmm. to the dance studio where it was and we were like sitting outside and everyone's like stretching before class, I was like, okay, right. this is the vibe. Like and then vibe. I felt really comfortable and I was like, oh, I know this vibe. But right. it was like, whoa. A vibe that you remember and that is sort of like intertwined with the fabric of your life so far, yeah, basically. pretty much. That's crazy. Yeah. How about you, Dory? Dance well, class-wise. <clears throat> Devotees will remember that I did dance a lot as a youth. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't danced so much in my adult life, but I miss it like regularly. I didn't have a similar experience to Sophie where I sort of gave it up like intentionally or, um, sort of like, uh, like comprehensively completely. Um, and I was nervous. Uh, no, I don't know that I was nervous. I think the thing about dance classes that always made me nervous was that I felt like everyone was going to be better than me and I was going to be coming to the situation like technically inadequate and right. like physically sort of less graceful than everyone else. And the way that this gaga thing had been presented to me was that um there are two types of Gaga. There's Gaga dancer and Gaga people. And we were doing Gaga people, which was for people who do not dance right. and who are not technically skilled. Lay people. <laughs> yeah, just your Joe Schmo off the street, right. for example. And right. so I I was excited more than nervous um, because I felt like maybe this was going to be a situation where my body that is out of technical shape uh-huh. in a dance way was going to sort of like remember the things that I loved about moving in a group of other movers. Right. Time to shine. Mm. I'm curious, Bianca, how did you feel as a non-dancer? I'm also curious. I'm also curious. Let's hear it. I was terrified. <laughs> I was like fully terrified Going in, um, I have like a peeing problem where I constantly <laughs> have to pee. <laughs> um, so we go in. I was early because I have an earliness problem where I'm always early. So many problems. Um, it's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> so I was super nervous and early and I had to pee, but I didn't want to go in by myself because I was too nervous. So I had to pee. We got in. We paid. Um, seriously really had to pee. (laughs) And so we went down to the bathroom, me and Dory, and there was like a one stall bathroom and we were 
the door was locked. I tried it, but then I had that thing where I was like, oh, did I actually try it? So I had to try it again, and then Dora was like, why don't you knock? And then there was a woman in there who I had been rushing, and she took a big old dookie in there. <laughs> For sure she and did. And she was like, there's other bathrooms over there, guys, you know? And I was like, no, I didn't know. And then Dory apologized to her a ton. I peed, finally, but then she... Dory said she went into the other bathroom and washed her hands there because I had been rushing her too much. I went into the stall in the other bathrooms that she was talking about, and she came in with me, well, not to the stall, but was washing her hands, and I was apologizing to her from behind the stall door while I was peeing because I felt so And then I was just like, you know what? Now I'm going to be in a frigging dance class (laughs) with this woman. (laughs) Like, what? Let me just say that. She was practicing something I like to practice, which is cleaning out the colon before you get moving. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever tried to exercise mm. on a full colon? Colon. <laughs> yes. Not good. So I think she was just, I'm sure she didn't really mind. No. Yeah, but on just, the other hand, have you ever been rushed while trying to clean out the colon? <laughs> that is very unpleasant. That's true. That's so so essentially, <laughs> we, we started on... Um, shaky footing sure. mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. for me emotionally but I wanted to talk to you Sophie because I think it's really interesting like having had the experience of exercise type activity and movement type activity be a part of your life from such a young age in more of a creative, expressive way. Because I think so many people experience fitness and experience exercise or movement as something that you have to do in order to be healthy. Mm. And it's kind of fully separate from your life, like what you like to do. Mm. And it's fully separate from any sort of expression that you would have. So What is it like, and you could both speak to this too, but what is it like, because I know you've choreographed things before, which I've seen, which made me cry with my um, own eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But what is it like when you think about the way that you exercise, the way that you experience your body, and do you ever think about like, oh, other people don't really have that experience. Other people are just sort of cycling or spinning or running and like why? Yeah, that's I think why I'm so sort of opposed to like exercise for exercise sake is because I find it so boring. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, I can't even fathom going for a run because I'm like, what would I even think about? Right. Um, And this Gaga class was just to like sort of um, paraphrase what it is I guess it's like I was gonna read about it in a minute okay so I won't even go there but it's sort of it's like a creative movement experience right right? we're not talking choreo no choreo at all but still really um it's using like your own personal sort of creative expression to fuel your movement right so that's what I always think of as like if I'm gonna be like sweating I want it to be like mentally interesting to me and like so the thing I really liked about Gaga is like there's no pressure to like look a certain way, but it's about like exploring um, movement possibilities for yourself. Um, and I think it's a really fun way to use your body 
um, yeah. and your mind and sort of your spirit a little bit. It's right. sort of a spiritual experience to like create something um, ephemeral, something that will only happen in this one moment. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really important to me. And that's what I always loved about dance as, right. a, as a dancer. Does that well, answer your question? I yeah. Know. I mean, I guess I just think like, I, I mean, I remember when I was little, very, very little, I went to some dance class maybe ballet, like when I was like four or something. Mm. And I remember just sitting out, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic yeah, Bianca. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting out and maybe sort of crying and not wanting yeah. to go. Um, Why were you crying? Like what part of it was unappealing to you? I just remember feeling like I don't want to – I don't want to be a part of this. Like, I don't mm. want to do this same thing as everyone else. Mm. And I want to go sit with my mom. And yeah. And you're very looks silly. Yeah, and you're like super duper in the spotlight. And like, especially when you're young, it's like you have to, I feel like when you're like a little kid in a ballet class, you have to have the dream of wanting to be a ballerina. Yeah. Like you have to want to one day be the prima ballerina. <laughs> Sophie's doing a gesture of yeah. disgust. But, but am I wrong? I mean, I think no, that that right. is you're like, right. did that's you why wanna... I got into dance, but. Sophie, did you want to be a ballerina? Honestly, I never wanted to be a ballerina. No, I quit. What? I quit doing point toe shoes mm-hmm. after it. like a year of it. Cause I was like, I'm not going to do this for my job. <laughs> but I was so practical. I, that You're was so <laughs> practical. But that was like, I was the only one in the world who ever did that. Like, no one knows Yeah. That. Everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to be in the New York City Ballet. Doi. But I never wanted to do that. I did. So what do you, th- where do you think your drive to dance for so long came from? Um... I think after a while it became sort of like, um, this is the thing that I'm good at. And so I just kept doing it like from like age maybe 16 onward. Right. But I just love it. I love like moving to music and yeah. like using my body and it's fun. And right. I, I always was more drawn to the creative side of it, less of the like authoritarian, like, all right, five, six, seven, right. eight, everybody <laughs> together. We're all moving in the same, mm-hmm. you know, direction. I was always a little bit like bored by that and more interested in like sort of improvisation and like um, making my own work to right. set for other people and stuff. So cool. Yeah. I mean, it's no secret that people love to dance in the world. Right. So oh, no secret. You can see why you might want to do it for exercise, slash do it for your life, and then it just happens to become your exercise. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're if you're wondering, um, what the hell is this Gaga thing that they keep talking about? Let me Lady read you. Lady Gaga? Not Lady Gaga. I'll read to you from the gagapeople.com website. Oh, nice. Straight from the source. Straight from the source. Okay. Gaga, the movement language developed by Oha, Ohad Naharin. Gaga <laughs> is a new way of gaining knowledge and self-awareness through your body. Gaga provides a framework for discovering and strengthening your body and adding flexibility, stamina, and agility while lightening the senses and imagination. Gaga raises awareness of physical weaknesses, awakens numb areas, exposes physical fixations, and offers ways for their elimination. The work improves in 
improves instinctive movement and connects conscious and unconscious movement. And it allows for an experience of freedom and pleasure in a simple way, in a pleasant space, in comfortable clothes, accompanied by music, each person with himself and others. This is a quote from the founder, Ohad Naharin. We become more aware of our form. We connect to the sense of the endlessness of possibilities. We explore multidimensional movement. We enjoy the burning sensation in our muscles. We are ready to snap. We are aware of our explosive power, and sometimes we use it. We change our movement habits by finding new ones. We go beyond our familiar limits. We can be calm and alert at once. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's a great description of what our experience was like, I would say. Yeah, so a little about how I felt. Obviously nervous. <laughs> the peeing thing happened. I knew I was going to have to like dance with this woman mm-hmm. <laughs> who I had interrupted while she was taking his shit. So, like I said, um, unsteady ground going in. And then, so we're all just like milling about this huge dance space, finding our, Sophie was like, this is the part where you find a spot on the floor. And I was like, okay, cool, clear direction. And then (laughs) this like slinky man comes in with like cargo shorts an orange t-shirt and like a plaid flannel on tan leathery yeah bald bearded israeli let's just say that and then you'll understand (laughs) and he's like super israeli okay guys and then we're just everybody who had been there before is just like you know sort of grooving around and flailing their arms and i was like okay i guess we've begun gun and I'm trying so hard to like stifle my nervous giggle because it's not supposed to be silly at that point um maybe later but I was like oh like this is really free form <laughs> and he oh, said yeah. he did ask he asked if oh. who had never taken the class before or any Gaga experience. And like, I would say like a third of the class raised their hands. And then the only, not to step on your storytelling skill. No. Okay. Um, the <laughs> only thing that he said to explain what was going to happen was that he said, we will be moving for an hour. Yes. And that's. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. Yeah, there was really no follow-up. Like, okay, don't worry about it if it's your first time because there are no rules. (laughs) No, none of that. Um, He's like, okay, guys. And then sort of the first thing was feel your skin. Mm. Okay? So, (laughs) listen, you go into a room and and you're you're doing a, a dance class with your friends and, and there's like 25 people yeah, in the room. Yeah. And the first thing the dance instructor says to you is feel your skin. You're probably going to giggle. And so I could not make eye contact with either of you because I was going to lose my mind. Same, same. So then we start. And what are some other key phrases that well, he said? Feel uh, your bones floating. Feel your bones yeah, floating. Yeah, there was a lot of like. Um, relational stuff between skin and bone, between flesh and skin, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. 
thick flesh. Mm-hmm. Right. Something Feel new. your downstairs get thick. <laughs> Which refers to from the waist down, I think. Well, interpret at will. Right. Thicken up your downstairs. <laughs> it's like a lot of verbal imagery or verbal cues to, of imagery that you could interpret sort of however you wished to. Right. Like, what's your downstairs? We maybe all interpreted that differently. What is a thick movement? Right. How do you feel your skin? Right. I don't know. Feel your, feel your skin catch your bones. Mm-hmm. Oh, Snap God. your skin over your bones. Seaweed spine? Seaweed spine. He came back to seaweed spine continuously. Yeah. Honestly, it really helped me. It really did help me too. A rippling yeah. spine. Okay. Yeah. And, um... Then there was a whole segment where things sort of got faster and you were trying to connect your palms to your heart and then you were trying to connect the top of your head to your tail. Mm-hmm. And so we worked with that for a little while. At now, the same time. Mm-hmm. That's all. At the same, At the same time. time <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What's next? <laughs> so something that I thought of last night that I didn't tell you guys about um, Basically, what I think is if you filmed that class and made it into like a scared straight video for middle America conservative people about like what happens if you let sort of liberal like ideology take over your brain. Like, because without context and without sort of an open mind, basically, if you said to a room of people, okay, dance crazy (laughs) is what it would look like. Yeah. So you, I mean, I found myself like saying like, okay, Bianca, you know, you have to commit because Mm -hmm. you're here and you can't worry about looking silly because you're gonna look silly if you do it, but you're gonna look even sillier if you bail and if you scoff and if you, I mean, there's nowhere to escape right. no. unless you leave. Right. So yeah, you have to do seaweed spine. You have to connect your palms to your heart to the best of your ability because if you don't at least try. So there's something yeah. to that like, you know, put put somebody on a stationary bike and they know what to do. Put right. somebody, basically, it makes yoga look like the army. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah, like, it really does. It's like, it's movement. Yeah. That's all it is, movement. And it's m- movement being, it's like there are cues and there are some instructions. They're not instructions, though. They are prompts. prompts. It's like, it's like a creative writing prompt, and it's right. like, use this to write an essay. Right. This is an idea. It's like that. It's like, here's an idea about your physical body. Now move. Yeah. And the really crazy thing about it is that everyone's responding to the prompt in their own way, and mm-hmm. no one's really looking at each other. I was looking at everyone. <laughs> yeah. But like, there's no... But nobody... It, it's like... It doesn't matter what the other person right. is doing. It has no bearing on what you're doing. You're right. not making performative movements. Right. There's, and there's no judgment because you're, right. as soon as you're like, oh, 
she's doing um, connecting her head to her tail wrong. Right. You're there's like, no wrong. No, there's no wrong. The only wrong is to not commit, is like right. to not try, to not like drink the Kool-Aid. You have to like right. give in. And once you've given in, you're doing it so right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this would be a cool thing. I don't know. Almost like in... It's like taking an improv class, or mm-hmm. it is. It's very like yes, that. and mm-hmm. I don't know. So, what other kind? Uh, so, it started off slow. There was a lot of floating, and heavy bones, and floating bones, and you're in water, and feel oh, yeah. your skin, etc. But then it got fast, mm-hmm. and there was a part where you had to go down to the floor and shake. From your core. So basically, picture a room of people in hippy-dippy clothes convulsing on the floor. Yep. Yeah. And then you would, you know, raise yourself up while you were shaking. I'm doing it. You can't see it. And then you would lower (laughs) yourself down while you're shaking. And at that point, I was like, wait a second. This is sit-ups. I know. I was like, yeah. this is the abs part. Here it yeah, is. Like, I thought that too. Cool. I thought like, that too. You can't fool me, man. <laughs> but all the while, he's like, you are spaghetti in boiling water. Did you hear him say that? <laughs> no, when I we were on the floor. <laughs> Maybe I was the only one. But it's like, you're doing sit-ups, but you're spaghetti in boiling water. Right. So like, you don't really feel like you're doing sit-ups. Right. And then I think my favorite part was at the end so it gets kind of to a boiling point, you know, not to sort of hammer That's... home the spaghetti metaphor, but <laughs> it definitely gets to a boiling point where you are thinking about moving your head independent from your chest, independent from your ribs, independent from your hips. So he's like, oh, loved it. you know, think about your head going one way and then everything else is going a different direction and then you float. And then you do a snap and you like move and you're not thinking about it. And you're sort of prancing around the floor. And for me, I felt so joyful. I was like, oh, I get it. Like, it's just for fun. And there are no rules. And we're all moving. And I was sweating and the music was playing and I was dancing, but also just doing a weird thing. And I felt like so joyful. Yeah. I had this experience at that moment too, where like I had had the nervous giggles in the beginning that I was trying to suppress so desperately. And at some point in that boiling water, (laughs) the giggles turned into like genuine euphoria. And I like wanted to laugh. Like I wanted to smile and like my face lit up in this like sort of crazy way. And it felt like it was coming from my Thick downstairs. Oh, that. No, I'm not sure, but maybe. <laughs> I just want to paint a picture of who else was in the class. Yeah, let's do that. Like, so it was in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, at a, like a dance studio where there's like a professional level classes and kids classes yeah. and all that stuff. But the people who come to this class, I feel like some of them are dancers and some of them are people. Mm-hmm. Not that there's no overlap there, but <laughs> there were like some like women in their 60s mm-hmm. who were sort of like reminded me of my mom and there were some like there there were less men than I was expecting there was, was only ex- one there was only one no plus there the were instructor. two 
There were two. There were two. Half oh, pony. I forgot about half, half pony. Half pony, top, top knot. <laughs> I loved him. Um, but, uh, and then sort of a lot of like women in like harem pants, like sure. what I like to call world music pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that you get in Thailand when you do your gap year. Sort of like people who are world travelers and really right. into meditation. Right. White women with ohm tattoos. Yeah, yeah, you get situation. it. Yeah. I made a metaphor before we got there that if there was a kind of dance that you do at Burning Man, it's Gaga. Right. And kind I think exercise. that Sorry, exercise. This is exercise. That's that's so true. But that actually leads into a point that I want to make that I've been wanting to make. Um, Make it. <laughs> since the beginning of the podcast, which is that, like, I have been going now for a few episodes and for a few years to all these different types of workout situations. And because I'm a white woman, mm -hmm. I'm literally average height, <laughs> average weight. <laughs> I have no, you know, I have clear skin. I, I'm pretty much unrecognizable in these different places. And so I just want to acknowledge, take a second to acknowledge my privilege in this way that I can kind of just show up at a Gaga class and nobody blinks an eyelash. I can go to Soul Cycle, nobody blinks an eyelash. Um, great point. And I think that, you know, as I move forward... I'd love to hear if people are listening and they've had different experiences of like feeling unwelcome in certain places or feeling judged. I felt like Gaga was the type of exercise that anybody could go and and it wouldn't matter. I mean, it wouldn't totally. matter at all. All Anything. you think. <laughs> Nothing really matters. Nothing matters. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I do think that a lot of these places are exclusionary and judgmental. And this, for all its sort of hippy-dippy Burning Man, kind of like on the polar opposite end of the spectrum, like that can be a little annoying. But at the same time, I think ultimately it's a good thing that there are these sort of niche spaces where you can go and move in a judgment-free way. So judgment-free, It yeah. did sort of feel like, to me, I was surprised that we had to pay for it because yeah. it had, and whatever, but like because- $15, so cheap. Or 13, or 13 if you had a student, student ID, ID, forever learning. But <laughs> if you have like, it was the type of experience where, like what you're saying is so true, is that it didn't feel like you had to pay for it because anybody could have just done it in their own home or like right. done it on the street or in a park or barefoot or in high heel, like whatever. Mm -hmm. There but was I, a girl wearing a dress. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember her. Yep. <laughs> and I think some people's hair was down, some people's was up, you know? I think that- I think the the nice thing about having not like maybe having to pay or something was that we like did have a very professional instructor who was very qualified it seemed and like Right, but like but you didn't need that. Right. Like it did sort of feel very universal and right. very welcoming. Right. Um and to that point and relating back to like 
my fear of not being as good as anybody else. Like the instructor never pointed to any one person to say, you're doing a great job or, Ooh, that's beautiful over there in the green shirt. Like (laughs) none of that happened. The only thing, occasionally he said, beautiful guys. Or he said like, you know, be lighter or, you know, like really float, really float now guys, really float now, like things like that. But that was for the whole group. And we really did. We really were all able to band together as this like network of misfits who came together to move our body in a weird seaweed way. Totally. And there would be these moments where he would like say like, it's okay to be silly, except in his accent, which is very (laughs) sweet. Um, Or like, don't take yourself so seriously, or we're grooving now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was like, grooving was so fun. Because it was like, oh, right, this is, we don't need to like, take ourselves seriously. We're literally like, jiggling our butts and like doing weird spaghetti arms like this isn't serious yeah but sometimes you need someone to tell you like you don't have to worry about it it's chill definitely and he was but the thing is he was taking everything seriously like he was like we're here we're doing this right and a full hour an important thing to know is that he's also doing it with us. Right, 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 right. He was in the middle of right. the room. He's not at front of the room or anything. He was in the middle, and we all were sort of looking at him, but also kind of like in our own spheres. Yeah. Right. Also, one thing about dance class that always stressed me out was mirrors. Mm. Um, a dance studio has a mirror. Everyone faces it, and everyone, and you can look at your body while you're doing it and see all the things you're doing wrong. And he pulled a curtain over the whole mirror in the yes. dance studio before we started. There were no mirrors. It was very, like, we didn't all, yeah, like you said, we all faced, like, any direction we wanted. There was sort of, like, the judgment was really taken away in a really great way. So, I loved it so much. Sophie, do you think that this kind of captures, like, the essence of what you've always loved about dance? <laughs> wow, Bianca, I was glad, I'm, I am glad that you asked. Yeah, totally. Um it captures what it means to be like in charge of your own expression and no one else can tell you're wrong, but you're like, but it's rigorous. Yes. Like it's very rigorous. It's like, no, you really want your, your spine to feel like seaweed. No more, no gentler. Okay. Now faster. Like it's not, it's not like do anything you want, lie on the floor for the full hour and like no one will care. It's like, do the stuff I'm telling you to do, but do it however you want. Yeah. So fucking interpretive, guys. Mm. Mm. I just want to make a bold statement, which is, I think that this is physical exercise. I was sweating and and I'm really sore actually today. (laughs) Um, But also like major mental exercise. Yes. Yeah. Something I was going to say is that going into the class, I was thinking about it like, Maybe as a way to not be nervous or whatever. I was thinking about it like, okay, like, Dory, I'm working on some paintings right now. Like, use this as an experience that will be a creative stimulus that you can carry somewhere else in your in your work, in your life. And lo and behold, the entire time he was using the term research to describe what we were doing and what we were investigating. And it was so hard in the brain Mm -hmm. sometimes like at that moment when we were trying to move our head one direction hips another ribs somewhere else like all the stuff was doing a different thing I was like no I can't like it was cognitively very difficult Mm -hmm. for me and it did 
And I had met, I, I mean, I would love to know if you guys did also, I had many moments where I was like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Or like, oh, that's how I would explore that. And there were so many times when he would say, like, go to where it is hard. Or like, if you right. try that transition and it's difficult, do it again. Yeah. Like, and I kept trying to do the same thing over and over again in a way that I, so I could learn more about it. And that to me is what made it extremely mental Mm-hmm. and emotional too. Yeah, I think often the average lay person maybe doesn't consider their mind a part of their body, you know? Sure. In this digital age. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, the mind-body connection is strong right. in Gaga. Yeah, so if you can take time to sort of remember that your brain sits inside your carcass. (laughs) (laughs) True. And sometimes it takes a a lot of like weird shit for you to remember that. I'm, Mm. I just had at, by the end of the class, I just had this profound feeling of freedom and fun. Yeah. And especially, you know, compared with my before the class peeing, (laughs) early nightmares, Snafu. anxiety, it's a really good place to be after one hour. It was yeah. a little bit like meditating nonstop for an hour because the whole time you were being mindful. Yeah. Here's a really key question. Would you do it again? Well, I was just going to ask you that. Oh. Jump the gun. I would do Tim it again. Gun. I know our friend Elise, shout out to Elise. What up? up, girl? She wanted to do it. I would go with her. And I would probably have the same range of emotions, too, feeling reluctant at first and then getting into it. Um, But, yeah, I would go again. Would you guys go again? I would go again. I'd actually, spoiler alert, well, not really. I'd already been. This is my third time, probably. But I hadn't been in, like, four years, so I didn't really remember it that well. Um, And I think I would do it again. I lived up to all my expectations from before. So yeah, I would do it again. I wonder if I would do it like every week. Yeah. Right. I don't know, like if I would, or if it would be something to sort of like jumpstart. Yeah. It's like a tune up. Like I don't want to keep going back to like check in every now and then and like make sure I'm still seaweeding my spine occasionally or whatever. Now here's a question. Would you recommend it to a friend? I would like literally recommend it to every person in my life. Times a million. Wow. Like, I think that maybe some people who have, like, back problems, because I, I do know some of those people in my life, would maybe have to go in with a mind where they would have to, like, conserve some of their energy. But I think that I'm, like, such a convert. I, like, wow. did say this earlier, but I did drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you can call me Lady Gaga. <laughs> I am so obsessed with it. I really had, like, a truly opening experience there. Oh my God, I love it. I'm so glad. So thanks to you guys. Thanks for this podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> Woo. Um, would I recommend it? Yeah, I would recommend it to anyone. Um, I guess I wouldn't recommend it to someone who's uncomfortable, um, sort of like revealing their body to, okay, that came out weird. No, no. <laughs> to a room full of people like, um, I guess if you're running at the gym, though, a room full of people is also yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. So it's I don't a good know. Maybe, to look at it. But like, yeah, you have to be comfortable like doing your thing in a room with other people. If you only want to exercise really, really, really alone, this might not be for you. Yeah. Other than that, 
everyone do it. Yeah, because I, I was talking to my cousin, Jaina, who was on last week's app about what we were doing, and she said, oh, not for me. <laughs> Definitely not for me. Um, but you know what, Jaina? Maybe it is. Who knows? Did you think it was for you, Bianca, before we did it? Um, no, I didn't think it would be for me, but I also think that I have a good practice of trying things that I'm afraid to try definitely and putting myself in new situations because it's something that I've always struggled with Mm -hmm. so it's something that I'm really taking a hard look at Mm -hmm. in my life Mm -hmm. um but yeah I mean I don't know if I would make it a regular part because also it doesn't necessarily feel like a big accomplishment in the way that say if you run four miles you yeah. feel like holy shit I'm fucking amazing or right. whatever it may right. be but it does feel like you said like an exploration more and a check-in and a jump start which I think is cool yeah totally any final thoughts on gaga 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 um my final thought is if you guys ever, if anyone out there listening ever gets the chance to see Batsheva Dance Company, they are the dance company founded by Ohad Naharin who, who invented Gaga. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's really interesting to, they come to New York sometimes, they perform at BAM, Brooklyn Academy of Music, um, every few years. And they're, but they're based in Israel and they're, choreography is based in Gaga language. So it's really interesting to watch them perform and um, see the Gaga in it. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. I just remembered one thing that our instructor told us, which is really sticking with me, is that Gaga is about um, being available for movement, yeah. having an available body so that movement can... You're available for any of these right. like really out-there movements that that you do and Bacheva dancers have the most available bodies yeah. I've ever seen. Like not cool. only are they like flexible, but like they do something you would never in your life expect a human body to do. And then they just like walk away and it's like, they're available <laughs> for like looking regular and looking crazy. And it's like yeah. really cool. And you can see the Gaga in it. Very cool. Mm, so cool. Oh, rad, radical, rad. <laughs> you guys should totally Google Bacheva. B-A-T-S-H-E-V-A, and find some YouTube vids. They're rad. Yeah, man. Okay, cool. I'm into that. Well, I think we covered Gaga. Yes. Do we have time uh, for a quick round of Does This Count as Exercise? My favorite segment. Yes. <laughs> okay. Does this count as exercise? <laughs> Walking in high heels. Uh... Immediately, right out the gate, I say no. Same. Definitely not. Uh, and I might just stick with that as my, I, I mean, let's see how it could be. Okay. This is what I like to Let do. Let me twist it up for you. Yeah, give, give us some more. Walking across the country in high heels. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say no. I think if... Uh, you were running a marathon in high. If you were already doing exercise in high heels, it would be exercise. But I don't think that the addition of high heels makes anything exercise. 
Because they're bad for you and exercise is good for you. Well, okay, but I take umbrage with that because so much of ballet, if ballet is exercise and you're like wrenching your feet into these dumb shoes and going on the tips of your toes, that is bad for you and that is also exercise. Great point, Dory King. And point for me, I concede. I win. I, win. I won. It's me. I won. But you also said that it wasn't exercise, so. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. So I don't know. No, if we're trying to like maybe for a second think how it could be exercise, mm-hmm. it is um, – there are different muscles in your legs and your body that are engaged when you're wearing high heels. Um, you take many small steps. Um, <laughs> for woman guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sometimes you hurt after. Yeah. But that is not – exercise make if you ask me Bianca what's your take um I don't think it counts but I do think it's physically strenuous sure sure and I also think you know it's you know you're purchasing your own subjectivity um (laughs) etc yes (laughs) so it's a workout on your wallet (laughs) but also looking cute is um you know a great thing and if yeah. you if you love it do it oh yeah don't count as as exercise and take them off if you're gonna do gaga for sure yeah yeah dangerous all right well i think we i think we did it we think we did the app i also think so it's um, done so um as always thank you thank you for listening um thanks to Bill Wadman for all the tech help. Um, he went on vacation, and so I had to post last week's episode by myself, and I didn't know if I did it right, and I texted him, and he called me from his Ugh. vacation shout to talk out to me Bill. through. What a guy. Um, Bill. Shout out to Bill. Um, everybody, I wish you a Bill in your life, you know, <laughs> and a Heather, too. Um, shout out to Heather. Um, as always, uh, you can review the podcast. You could subscribe to it. Why not? You know, tell a friend. Who knows? Maybe your friend will like it and will thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Thanks That's for it. having us. Thank you guys for yeah, coming. Thanks for having me as a guest. It was really fun. Thanks what for introducing me and making me available to my body. Be available to my goddamn baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I love you. Bye Bye bye. bye. I love you. Bye bye.